Welcome to Union Power Coaching. Piecing purpose and strength together. Hello there, good people of the world, and welcome once again to the Union Power Coaching Podcast with me, Mike Turnpenny. I hope you've all been doing very well and doing what you love to do and spending time with those that you love to be with and people that help you continue to grow. I want to say it's been a real privilege these past few weeks to put these podcasts together. As always, I'd like to begin by thanking everyone who has kindly reached out after the previous podcast, as well as my midweek meditations, and who's shared them online as well. I really, really, I'm really, really grateful for that. It's really, really kind of you to do so, and it really does bring joy to my day, seeing that I'm reaching people, as at the end of the day, that is my goal here, is to reach people and create a very positive community. On today's podcast, I want to give my top 10 ways to improve productivity, our routines and rest. Though there is, of course, always room for improvement and adjusting, I feel that over the years I've created what is a very well-oiled routine that has helped me maximize my time and most importantly for me it makes time for me to be able to do things that I love doing such as this podcast I need to make time for this so by maximizing my routine I can find not find I can make (laughs) I can make the space to do things like this so of course each and every one of us are different and we have different obligations and things that we have to do every day that perhaps don't fill us with as much joy as other things. So for this reason, I believe it's vital that with the rest of our time, we are creating space for us and for our passions. I try to think of life in like percentages. If we're much higher in the percentage of things that don't inspire us and that are not filling us with so much joy, we will naturally feel more deflated and less motivated, less inspired, especially when we do have that time to do what we enjoy. We're just not really present for it because we're already too tired and deflated. But if we teach ourselves how to push the percentage up with our hobbies, interests and self-development, we will feel much better when having to do the other percentage of the more, let's say, obligatory elements of life. So we all know that we're going to face challenges in life and that is inevitable. There's no question about that. We can avoid things, we can ignore things, pretend things don't exist but ultimately they are there. So I think that what we need to do is accept we will have these challenges and embrace them when they come to us. There's no need or no use trying to block them out as it just makes it more challenging when they do show their faces. So do our best, greet them with a smile, take a couple of controlled deep breaths and face them head on we can learn from this and we realize that these challenges are not as big as perhaps we think that they are 
in this list, I'm not going to specify a time to wake up and a time to do things because everyone has a different schedule. Some people start work later, earlier. Some people have to do different things. But what I will say is that I've been waking up early for about four years. And what I've noticed is it's amazing how much productivity I have by having this time because there's no one around and there's nothing to disturb you. Usually in the daytime, let me give you an example. If I decide, like doing the podcast, I turn my phone off because I don't want it to start vibrating and ringing. But that can happen now. Um, I'm recording this at 2.25 in the afternoon. And in the morning, that's not going to happen realistically. If you wake up early enough, you are undisturbed and you can focus on what you want to do. So think about if you can wake up five, 10 minutes earlier, half an hour earlier, depending on how much sleep you're getting. I recommend between seven and eight hours sleep. See if you can make some space in the morning to have that do not disturb time. So let's begin with today's list. Number one, set the alarm for the time we want to get up, not the time we want to wake up and snooze for a while. So point one B with this as well would be to leave our alarm, probably our phones, in another room or at least out of reach from our beds. So we literally have to get up out of bed to turn the alarm off. Once we're out of bed, that's the first challenge of the day crushed. We've already started our day with a win. I, I'm a strong believer that if we start the day by hitting the snooze button, we have told ourselves that it's okay to give up or it's okay to take second place. We're setting the wrong, the wrong precedent for the day by doing this. Whereas if we get up, turn off the alarm and say to ourselves, well, I'm already up, so I might as well begin my day. So just to clarify, I don't like getting up in the morning. I, I don't bounce out of bed. I'm not dancing around, singing about what a beautiful day it is. And I will spend the first few minutes wondering which country I'm in, what direction my bathroom is. I, it takes me a while to, to adjust. But after a few minutes, I'm a lot more with it and I'm happy to have won that first battle of the day. It's very much like that first hurdle. Once you get over it, you're in the rhythm. And if I do hit the snooze button, I'm not giving myself the chance to realize that I'm not actually that tired. Like no one wakes up wide awake, but we do wake up very, very quickly once we get up. If when we wake up, we begin by telling ourselves how tired we are, how bad we feel, we will believe it. And it will then hover over us all day like a dark cloud. We should try and start positive. I'm okay. It's going to be a good day. I'm happy to have another go at life today. It's hard sometimes to convince ourselves of these positive things, but very easy with the negatives. Do it regularly. Tell yourself every day, I'm good. I'm well. I'm happy. I'm going to have a good day. And it becomes the default way of thinking. Number two, drink a glass of water first thing to hydrate the body and start the metabolism. So drinking water 
on an empty stomach helps clean our bowels and it also aids our skin and our hair health. So it's vital that we drink enough water. Let's win this battle number two as well by downing a glass of water first thing in the morning when we get out of bed. Followed by, of course, brushing our teeth, splashing our face with cold water, lovely and fresh. Additionally here, Dr. Andrew Huberman recommends waiting one or two hours before our first cup of coffee. So this is because caffeine blocks a molecule called adenosine, which is related to sleepiness. This will prevent us from naturally waking up and it will cause a crash later in the day. So this might take some time for people to adjust to, but believe me, you'll get used to it very, very quickly and you'll feel much better, which is most important. Number three, start the day by doing something that you want to do. When we fall out of bed and go straight into work or a task or uh, studying, we're going to feel more lethargic and sometimes even resentful. Whereas if we make enough time to do what we enjoy first, we will then go into our tasks and our jobs feeling fresh and happy because we've done something good beforehand for ourselves. We've made time for ourselves. This can be anything from reading, listening to a podcast, doing some exercise, making a good breakfast, or working on a project that perhaps you've been unmotivated to do or you've not made the time to do. Making time for ourselves and our families or our partners in the morning, making that the priority, will give us a much bigger buzz than a hit of caffeine. Number four. Write down three or more intentions for the day. By setting our intentions, we let ourselves know what we want to achieve today. It can be anything from being more patient, being a better listener, being a more loving husband or wife, or that when you get home, you want to do something positive, like read or practice a guitar or whatever it is. Diamond Dallas Page from DDP Yoga, he says... Don't just think it, ink it. Number five, take regular five-minute breaks every hour or 90 minutes. Go to the bathroom, go to the kitchen for some water, um, or maybe we could now have that cup of coffee that we've earned. We should give our brains a chance to process the day so far, to make us more productive when we do then return to what we're doing. Taking regular breaks has shown a reduce in stress, and an increase in our performance. So there are many people who spend hours sat working and they actually produce less productive results than those who take regular breathers. Number six, make time to have a good lunch. Eating at our desk is much like the last point. We feel like we're saving time, but we really, really aren't. So we must make time and sit away from our work areas to give us that separation between the two different activities. It's also really important to focus on what we are eating and that we don't have our forks in one hand and our phones in the other. I'd even go as far as to suggest that leaving our phones off of the table where we have our food is a a great idea. I personally do this. This allows us to really enjoy our food, have gratitude for our food. And of course, this point, the same will apply in the evening when you have your evening meal. Number seven, 
set a time to finish work and stick to it as best we can. So here we need to maybe have a 30 minute window here and there as things do crop up, but we need to know when to turn off, especially for those who are working from home because everything now is or can very easily blur into one, you know, your desk is in your lounge and or your desk is in your bedroom and you never really feel like you can turn off the difference. So this is why it is important that we consciously decide I'm going to turn off at a certain time. When we do, leave a to-do list for tomorrow, if necessary, just to help jog our memories when we begin to work again. And much like in the morning, do something that we love now. We're done working, we're done studying. I really believe that by bookending our work or study day with enjoyment, fun and play is a really good reminder to tell ourselves that we are worth our time. Number eight, once we're home and not going to go out again, get out of our day clothes and put on something comfy to wear in the evening and also here to lower the lighting. So this will tell the brain it's now time to start relaxing which will help promote better and deeper sleep. I've always believed that the clothes we wear set the mood. <laughs> even as a, even when I was a moody, grungy teenager, I couldn't write a rock song if I was in my pyjamas. I needed to be dressed like a rock star to feel like one. So for the same reason, if you want to feel relaxed, dress in relaxing clothing, comfy clothing. Number nine, no screens for one hour or at least 30 minutes before going to bed. We really, really need to give our eyes and our brains a rest and let them just be. We should just be. At the end of the day, we, we are living beings, but we often struggle to just be. Whether it's being at peace, being with our own thoughts, being with whatever sounds are around us where we live. So here I would suggest trying to maybe listen to some relaxing music or just chill in bed or even do a body scan meditation to really, really fully relax, which you will find here on my midweek meditation on Wednesday. Body scan meditations are a really, really good way to find tension perhaps we didn't know we had in our body and a really good way to help shut ourselves down before going to sleep. And finally, number 10, which will be a two-parter. Part number one, leave everything ready for the morning before going to bed and then write down at least three things that we are grateful for from the day. So when I say preparing for the next day, let me give you an example. I leave my clothes ready, my yoga mat on the floor with my workout clothes, my towel and my shorts by my cold plunge and my glass ready for my water. Other things could be leaving your work bag ready or your school bag ready. Just leaving everything so that when future you wakes up confused about what direction the bathroom is or what country they live in, they don't need to think about those things. And the reason for this, there is something that is called decision fatigue. And when we are constantly making decisions, it's like chipping away at a wall. It might not feel like you're doing a lot, but you really, really are gradually, 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 you are fatiguing yourself. So for me, I just, the night before, okay, I'm going to wear that shirt, that pair of shorts, 
and I've got my watch there. Okay, great. It means that in the morning, I don't have to think, oh, what color shirt shall I wear? Is it a blue day or is it a white day? Or maybe I'll wear the red, you know, like <laughs> it just removes that past us has looked after future us. And I mentioned writing down at least three things that we are grateful for. This can be anything from support given by family or co-workers that uh, this one I like actually. Um, I wrote down once in my gratitude diary that I was grateful that somebody let me go in front of them in the supermarket because I only had one item, whereas they had a full trolley. This exercise is a wonderful way to remind ourselves of all of the nice people and the beauty that are are around us every day. And it helps demonstrate to us that really the challenges we face have nothing up against the achievements and the beauty that we have in life. So there you have it, my top 10 points to improve our productivity, our routines and our rest. Please let me know if you do anything different. You can tag me as well on Instagram at Union Power Coaching. I really hope that you found this helpful. As always, it was a pleasure to be able to share with you and I will look forward to doing so again very, very soon. So in the meantime, stay happy, stay well and make time for yourselves as you deserve it. Goodbye. For more information, please visit unionpowercoaching.com.